0: You're listening to the Biz Women Rock podcast, and this is a special series all about podcasting for your business. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm Katie Kremitzos, your host, and this podcast is here for you to access easily digestible information that can have immediate results in your business. It is part of the entire Biz Women Rock community. If you want to be part of the Biz Women Rock community, which is the home for women all over the world in all sorts of different industries who come together to help one another grow and get access to resources that can help your business grow, then all you have to do is go to bizwomenrock.com, go opt in and you will be given a personal invitation from me to join our private Facebook group. I am absolutely thrilled that you are here joining me for the podcasting for your business series. I created this series specifically because A, as you may have heard about in the kickoff episode of the series, episode 277, you heard the entire story of Biz Women Rock and ultimately my entire business, this incredible global community of women who I am privileged to serve, who I get to practice living in my purpose every single day. Through through this business started because of the podcast. So personally, I have a little bit of an attachment <laughs> and a love of podcasting. Also, and just as importantly, I have so many women and men who continue to ask me questions about podcasting and want to be introduced to resources that can help them, stories that can help them see the insides of what this podcasting world is all about, and more importantly, what is possible here. There are nine episodes that are a part of this series, plus what amounts to an audio directory of podcasting re- Resources. I reached out to service providers, people who provide products and services for podcasters, and put them all together in a resource guide for you. So that is available to you as well. Two quick mentions before we get into today's episode. Number one, I want to thank our sponsor, Emerald City Productions, without whom I could not have possibly produced this series. If you want to put your attention on what you love to do rather than the post production, of your podcast, go to emeraldcitypro.com forward slash bizwomenrock. And the major, major point to make here is that if you are listening to this, that means you were either interested in podcasting and how it can work for your business and your brain is starting to think about that or you currently are a podcaster and you just want to know how to do it better and have a deeper impact both on those you serve and your business, which means you need to come to PodFest Multimedia Expo February 23rd through 25th in Orlando, Florida. Go to podfest.us. Two major reasons that this is a must-attend conference. Number one, the education. I promise you, and by the way, I'm saying this because I happen to be married to the gentleman who is the organizer of this entire conference. But I have been able to see the speaker lineup and the topics. And so I know firsthand that the education is literally going to be off the chain. I am starting to feel conflicted on like, oh my gosh, I want to go see this. I want to go see this. So the education that is going to be presented here will knock your socks off and change your podcasting experience forever. I promise you that. The second major reason that you have to attend is for the community. You will hear me talk over and over again about how amazing the community of podcasters is. And this conference is specifically engineered so that relationships can get started, relationships can dive deeper, you have opportunities to not only speak and connect with your fellow podcaster attendees, but also with the speakers. There's no difference between the speakers and attendees at this conference, and there are events that are engineered so that you can network purposefully with your fellow attendees it's going to rock. And guess what? Because you are listening and because you're a part of the Biz Women Rock community, you get a massive deal on a three-day combo ticket. Just go to podfest.us and use your promo code BWR, all lowercase, and you will get your discount. I am so looking forward to seeing you there. All right, let's get into today's show. It is truly an honor to have my very good friend, Glenn the Geek of the Horse Radio Network on the Biz Women Rock podcast. Not only because he's a really amazing podcaster, but a super smart businessman. He has created the Horse Radio Network and the entire network, he's going to get into the numbers of how many shows he has and what the reach is. But he, this is his business, and he's been doing it for a long time, longer than most podcasters out there. And he's got some incredible wisdom about podcasting in general. I truthfully, could have had him chime in on just about every episode of this series. But for today's episode, I'm specifically getting into his brain about how he engages his audience. And holy cow, prepare for tons of wisdom in this show. So let's get going with Glenn the Geek of the Horse Radio Network. Glenn, what's going on? Thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Katie.
0: You're letting me
1: talk a male voice on your show. (laughs) I've waited so long for this.
0: You know, it's so funny. When I was uh, conceptualizing what this podcasting for business series should be, I really was just like, I just want to have the best of the best people on. And I didn't really care if that was a man or a woman because ultimately my women business owners are who are are listening and I just want to give them the best information. How many
1: years though, be honest, have I been trying to
0: get on your show? (laughs) Uh, since, well, when did I meet you? Like since day yeah, exactly. one. <laughs> I think it's been like over two years now, <laughs> and the show's only three years old. So yeah, so ding, 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 you've officially made Thank it. Thank you. I feel official now. <laughs> I think I should send you a trophy that you can now put up in your, I know. In your office. I've been working hard at this <laughs> <laughs> the honorary mail on the Biz Women Rock podcast. So uh, that being when I was thinking about the major aspects of what anyone who's interested in podcasting or anyone who has a podcast who wants to know how to do their podcast better for their business. One of the major questions that always comes to me Is how do I make sure that the people who are listening on the other end of this microphone actually are interacting? Like, how do I know that they're listening? How do I make sure that they're like engaged with me, engaged with the show? And when I was thinking about who could best answer that question, you by far are like the first person who came to my mind. So the Horse Radio Network has, in my opinion, one of the most sticky and loyal audiences. We call them rabid. (laughs) That is a great term for it. And There's a lot, and it didn't just happen. I mean, there's a lot of strategy and things that you and Jen and all of your co-hosts have done for that. So what I would like to just ask is, um, A, if you could give just a brief overview of the structure of the Horse Radio Network. So everyone has an understanding of like how many shows you have, like how many shows you've done all that sort of stuff. So they have an understanding of the breadth of who your listenership is. And then if you can start giving me some examples of what you have actually done to get people to engage with you on the other end of the mic.
1: I think it's the, I think it's the thing that has caused us to be so successful is we have worked hard at making sure the listeners feel like they're part of the family and they're part of the show. I I think, you know, when I listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I think they miss that. One of the things we have to realize about our listeners, and and I'll talk a little bit about identifying them in the beginning, because that's hard because they don't always respond right away. But. One of the things that really makes a show is involving your listeners in the show, having them be a guest on the show, being part of the show, having them do things for you, because one of the the things we have to realize about our listeners is they are smart. They have serious or real jobs and they're interested in the topic that you're talking about or they wouldn't be listening. Right. So they're, they're your most engaged people. And what we did early on was we did segments on the shows. And by the way, the Horse Radio Network, to answer that question, is 5,100 episodes now, nine years old. We just started our 13th show on the network. We have 27 hosts and tens of thousands of listeners around the world. What we did early on, it's hard to get engagement early on. We you ask for emails and stuff. You ask for people to come to your Facebook page and they slowly trickle in. That's the key. When you get the first ones that email you, those first ones you're so excited about, and then the first ones that come on your Facebook page and like it, When we first started with our Facebook page, I saw a like. I wrote those people a personal note, a a private note on Facebook. Wow. I thanked them for liking our page, and then I asked them about them. How would you hear about our show? Why do you listen? What do you like about it? What do you do with your horses? And if I heard something that was interesting, like, oh, I I show, and I just did a, a show last weekend, a little local show, and I won a Blue Ribbon, I got them on as a guest. Wow. So from the very beginning, you engage your audience by having them part of your show. And, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're doing a show about bike riding, about hiking, about horses. These people are engaged. They're probably doing what your niche is about. In your case, business owners, right? Right. They're doing it now. Your listeners, every one of your listeners, Katie is a potential guest yeah. because every business owner, like every horse owner has a story. And our job is to tell, help them tell that story. So we that. always said every listener is a potential guest and every horse person, every listener has a story. It's it's your job as a host to help them tell that story and to make it interesting and fun. So that's how we started at the very beginning when we were only getting an email a month or right. less. You know, what was we the would,
0: what was the impact of that right away, Glenn? Like that you would, you know, reach out to somebody. They let you know that they well, were listening Two things.
1: Two things were the impact of that. One is if somebody has a big name on their show, a big name writer in our case, or if somebody has me on as a podcaster, I'm going to tell, you know, my friends, I'm going to post it. But they've seen a thousand interviews with me. They've seen a thousand interviews with a professional writer. If you have one of your listeners on, they're going to go tell all their friends who have never heard them do an interview before. Yeah. So they're going to go listen. Now you're one, you're building your audience, you're picking up listeners, or really through using your listeners as as the way to do that. They're more likely to post that they like a show if they're on the show. So they're going to go post it on their Facebook page. You're going to get a lot more result off of that than you are having a celebrity on. So that's one thing. And the second thing that uh, that I really like about liked about having listeners on early on is other listeners realized they could also be on. So they would reach out quicker. Once we started having listeners on the show, we heard from more listeners.
0: Mm, because, because now they're now- like, i see I can see myself there. I want to be on the show, right?
1: I want to be on the show, or they just realize that we are not sitting in some, you know, glass studio and that we're we're reachable and that we're human. And once they realize that they can become part of a family, that we have a, a family of listeners, then they're more likely to reach out if they've heard other listeners. So it's so important that that you do that and then we've taken it a thousand times that over the years and you know and done a ton of things that we could talk an hour about.
0: Uh, well, I so. and I want to dig into a couple of those so people have tangible examples of it but before we move on to that I, I'll add my two cents here is not too long ago I started adding little you know snippet, snippets and voicemails of listeners here like members of the biz women rock community would call in I would ask them to answer a certain question and you know I would have like a feature for that and Specifically for this podcasting for your business series, you're going to hear, I've asked anyone who's part of the Biz Women Rock uh, community who has a podcast to give me a little promo. So you're going to hear all those. And here's what I noticed that it did for me is it, it validated to all of my listeners that I actually have listeners. (laughs) Like in some weird way, they were like, wow, this is actually like, there are other people listening other than me. And that's really cool. And this community that Katie keeps talking about actually is real. Like I hear another voice there. So it sort of like gave realness to and dimension to this community of listeners.
1: Absolutely right. And the other thing to add to that, I'll I'll use my improv training and say yes and (laughs) yes. And it also validates it to your sponsors. Mm -hmm. If you have advertisers on your show, it's also validation to them.
0: That's true. Yeah. You got people listening. Look, I hear their voice. <laughs> yeah. So let's go into those other practical things. And I, I mean, I can spout these off for you, but I want you to tell them like, th- ugh, there are so many ways that you get your listeners engaged. So, so if you can start naming off a few of those others, just to get some ideas well, starting to play. I think our
1: biggest thing that we have right now, and you, you have to be around a while to have this happen. So it's not going to happen overnight. You're going to have to, you're going to have to stick it out for the long haul, not miss episodes and do shows every week. And then a eventually. Eventually, this is what happens to every to everybody that hangs around for a while and really works it is that we now have an auditor group in horse in horses. When there's a clinic, when there's a professional rider that comes in for a clinic, you can sign up as a as a person riding in the clinic and then you get it like a lesson or you can sign up as an auditor. Those are people who just sign up. It's it's pretty cheap to come and watch the lesson. So that's why we named our people auditors. And what they are members, they're our Patreons, people who support us with anything from a dollar a month up. And I just got a report from Patreon, actually, that our average is $12 a month. So they just contribute towards the show. We have 180 of them now. And what we did for them, what they got a couple benefits for doing that. One, they get our blooper reels. They're the only ones that get the blooper reels. Um, that's
0: worth it just for that. <laughs>
1: so they get that. But the most important part is they have their own private Facebook page. It is the most – we have 180. They all signed up for that. It's what they want. Yeah. And it is the most active private Facebook page I have seen of any – and, uh, you know, these people are family. They never met each other, but they are truly family in there. They go in there and they ask not just about horses, but about life and boyfriends. And, and <laughs> they're in there. You have that kind of community, too, with your Facebook yeah. page. Matter of fact, you teach this. Yes, I do. Uh, and I probably got it from you. Um, <laughs> so, but that community and what makes it so special is one, we do regulate it. You know, we make sure there's stuff that shouldn't be in there. But I really don't really ever have that problem. What makes it work is they pay. It's not free. Mm. They're contributing towards the shows. And, and by the way, that money we get, which is about $1,000 a month now, which is nothing to sneeze at, but we take half of that money and divide it amongst the hosts. So half of that money goes back to the hosts. The other half go to operations so that the listeners also realize they're helping their favorite hosts that way.
0: Wow, that's great. Um,
1: so we did that from day one. And, you know, it helps the host. That, mu- that amount goes up every month. And it's not much. I think for each host now, it's like $70 for our, our what we call our full-time hosts. It's like $70 a month. But they see it go up, and next month will be 75 But what makes it so special for those hosts is they know that's coming from the listeners. Mm. so that's one thing we did a couple another thing we did last year was we did the year of the listener on our stable scoop show which is our first show our flagship show we started nine years ago it's a weekly show and what we do is we had listeners on as our guests all year we had 100 listeners on as our guests we t- we we got them from the auditor pool actually And we interviewed him like we would any other guest. Again, every horse person has a story. It was fascinating. And our numbers went up 20% last year on the Stable Scoop show. Wow. Because people want to hear, they want to hear other people like them. Plus, all of those people told all their friends. So now we have a whole, and I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten. I started listening because I listened to my friend on the show. And and then I found the Horse Radio Network. And now I listen to all your shows.
0: That's usually how we find a podcast, isn't it? Like, yeah, exactly.
1: That's right. And if your friends on it, you want to hear what they have to say. And yeah. and mainly because you want to hear if they talk about you. <laughs> it's true. It's human nature. The other thing we do, and I've tried to rattle them off so I don't take 10 weeks here doing this. Another thing we've always done from the beginning in getting listeners involved is when they get a new horse, and I see it pop up on Facebook, and I I make Facebook friends with all our auditors. I'm Facebook friends with all of them. And then I keep an eye on you know we have sixty thousand that like our pages, so I keep an eye on some of them randomly. I go through their, stalk them on Facebook. Our listeners that I know have liked our pages, and if they got a new horse, we'll ask them to come on and we do a segment on new horses. So somebody can come on and talk about the brand new horse they got. They're always excited. It's good fun radio. We'll have them on for five, 10 minutes to tell us about how they got them. We'll tell us all about them. What are you going to do with them? That's great radio. If they if they win something and you know a year end award or something, we'll have them on. If they go, we have what we call uh, listener reporters. If they go to a major event just to watch, we have them on live from the event.
0: Oh, that's uh, great. That's uh, an court. awesome idea. So
1: you hear the noise in the background and you hear their excitement of being there for a big championship or something. So we get them on for that. There are so many ways in your niches that you can get the listeners involved, but most podcasters don't ever think to do it.
0: No. Well, because I'm I'm sure that you listening are thinking this. That sounds like so much work.
1: <laughs> Everything and, I do is work.
0: Yeah, but it's so worth it. Meaning, and I, I really do want to make sure that this point is across. Like, it is work, but it it's not insurmountable. Like, these are little tidbits, little bites that these you do. These are not hard things to no. do. They're just time
1: consuming. Yeah. Um, and the, thing, the other thing I'm going to warn you against, okay? And I, I, I know people argue with me on this one, but fine. <laughs> um <laughs> A lot of podcasters try and outsource this kind of thing. You can have your assistant contact a listener and you're not going to get the same response as if I contact the listener mm. or if you contact the listener. When you're reaching out to listeners to do these special projects you have, you have to be the one personally to do it because then they feel really special. And they are. You should be the Look, they take time to listen to you. You should take time to contact them personally. Do not have an assistant do that. that. I think that's insulting to the listener.
0: That's a great vantage point, actually. I love that. Well, and ultimately, you're more likely to get the yes. You're the one who has that leverage.
1: I'm 10 times more likely to get the yes. Yeah. Um, Because they're one, they're shocked to hear from me usually. And I'm not saying that to sound, you know, conceited. It's just that you know, they're shocked to hear from what they view as the celebrity, right? Uh, They're listening to you because they like you. You're kind of a celebrity in their eyes. I never, I can't get over that myself, but, (laughs) um, but it is true. And now I've become friends with our auditors, I could tell you where half of them live, what their horses are, who their kids are, because we've become friends through the years. And our best friends right now, uh, most of them are our hosts or our listeners.
0: Wow. I love that. And um, there are two other things that I want to yeah. identify. So number one is that to really visualize and and bring to life Just the glue that is here, like the real deep relationships that I know you listening right now can hear in what Glenn and the entire Horse Radio Network team has really been doing. Um, I think it was last year, you, you asked for your listeners to send in a picture of themselves and you've got this beautiful, like, collage behind, in your workspace, like right behind your, all of your equipment. And it's like a whole wall full of the pictures of your listeners with like the Big Horse Radio Network logo above it. And I just thought that that was so beautiful because it makes it real. So many times as podcasters, you you start focusing on like, oh, how many downloads did I get? Or how many people are listening? Versus that is, there is one woman or man on the other end of this right now listening and that person is somebody amazing and they're getting value out of this. And and, you know, it's not necessarily about how many. It's about, like, how how deep is that relationship. So that – I just loved that you did that because it was such a great representation of, like, making real the people who are on the other end of your show.
1: You know, and part of the reason I did that was uh, selfish. I Part of the reason I did that was we – Jennifer just counted. We're going to produce 62 episodes this month. Wow. And there are days you get up and you just go, I I don't know if I can do. I don't know if I can record five shows today. Right. And I come in and look at the wall and it reminds me why I do it. It reminds me why we're here this year more than any other year. I've gotten so many emails and comments and Facebook posts from people saying, you don't realize how you affect my life. Hmm. I, I couldn't get through, I have a crappy job and I look forward to every day coming, you know, we do a daily show, that's our most popular. And I can't tell you how many people listen on their way home because they know they're going to laugh and smile and forget about the day. That's worth all of it. That just, beats money.
0: Yeah.
1: That beats anything else we do. You do it with your listeners. We affect people's lives. We can't forget that. And whether it's one or you know, I don't care about numbers. You know that yeah. I don't. Uh, that's a th- downloads. I, I couldn't tell you to be honest. Yeah, it's a lot, but and I don't care because I affected one person on the way home today. That makes a day worthwhile.
0: Yeah, oh, I just got goosebumps, and that pretty much sums up how powerful podcasting is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Drop the mic, Glenn. Drop the mic. <laughs> so you can. We forget
1: s- that though, and. Please don't forget that if you help one person today, and, and I'm not kidding. I, you, know, you may think I'm sounding dramatic. That one person may not go home and do something stupid tonight, take an extra drink, get drunk, do whatever, because you helped them today. And I'm not being overly dramatic because we've heard those reports, too. Yeah. You don't know who you're helping. You don't know who you're affecting. But trust me, if they're listening, you're affecting them or they wouldn't be listening.
0: And ultimately I really want to drive home the point that like you have a message to give, you know, and your message doesn't have to be like life altering profound. It could be, it could be like Glenn and and like goofing off on the morning show all the time and making people laugh and just having fun and, you know, doing something, you know, fun that, uh, that just can bring people's day. So it's not, it, it can just be, if you feel, if you're currently podcasting Glenn is giving you gold here on how to deepen that relationship with every single listener that you have so that you, you know, you can really just create that glue amongst your community of listeners. And if you're thinking about podcasting, same thing, but this is like, you don't, don't be scared by like, oh my gosh, I need to change the world in my podcast. You just need to like show up, share what you're so, what you love and what you know is going to help somebody on the other end of that podcast. And then it just grows from there.
1: It does one listener at a time.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I want to conclude with what I think is sort of the coup de gras of the listener engagement story, which is your radiothon. You just Uh. did your second, (laughs) second radiothon. Okay. Second radiothon. Tell us a little bit about what that was all about and, and through the lens of engaging your listeners, what, how did that work for you?
1: Well, real quick, every every Cyber Monday, the Monday after Thanksgiving, we do – well, every last two years, we've done a 12-hour live radiothon uh, we, where we get 20 hosts involved. We had 20 hosts involved. We had – we booked 24 big-name guests this year from musicians to, to big guests, mostly in the horse world. And then uh, we get our listeners involved by two things. One is them calling in to Radiothon Day. We had 170 calls uh, this last Radiothon from listeners calling in to wish us a Merry Christmas. It's a very festive Christmas day. And then also we have them contribute. And this is what makes Radiothon so fun. And this is where Katie's going, is we have them contribute voicemails. And we ask them, we always have a theme every year. We come up with a theme and we have them call in and say, okay, what's your... For example, what's your favorite Christmas movie or, you know, whatever the theme happens to be. Or they can send in a song that they have written or a poem that they have written. And this year we got 100 voicemails. Oh, my gosh. Most of them songs and poems that they wrote. And what they tend to write about is us, is the sponsors, is the hosts. It's other auditors or listeners that they know about. They write about us. And so it's 12 days of Christmas with our, all our sponsors listed as the 12 days. We got the, we got the most fun stuff. Every year we have one Jewish listener we know about and she writes a Hanukkah song for us uh, to it. represent. <laughs> and it's always very funny and it's always about horses. And we have the most creative, talented listeners. They're much more talented than we are. And they sing and they put themselves out there and we play those. I put them all together as a special then what we put out on Christmas Day in an hour show with no commercials, just an hour show. I only did half the voicemails that we got. And it was all just the songs and poems.
0: Wow. Oh, my gosh. So,
1: so <laughs> it was and we play those all day long. And people love hearing the voicemail packages.
0: That they is so cool. They love hearing
1: that all day long. It was so much fun because our listeners are much more talented than we are. <laughs> uh, so you might as well use them. They're free. So, you know, use them for 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 helping your show and for entertaining your listener, your other listeners. It's just perfect.
0: Well, and it's so cool. And I've had the privilege for two years now to listen in on it. And I was just blown away. I mean, when you sit and think about like brands that have loyal customers um, You know, everyone always makes fun of like the Mac users. And when you're Apple, you're just like, yeah, you know, you're like, there's Apple conventions and you're just love it. Like, that's the feeling I got from your listeners. Like there were people creating stuff that you guys would never have come up with. Whether no. it a, whether it was a song or whether – I just saw recently you had somebody who created this beautiful like little – I think it was an ornament. It was like the horse. Oh,
1: there's a listener story for you. I'll give you that one real yeah. quick. I know we're running long. Yeah. And talk about a smart businesswoman. This was one of them. She makes little handcrafted things and she was trying – she got my attention. This is very important. She got my attention by making a little tiny mug. A little uh, handcrafted mug that had HRN on it and it had a horse coming out of what was supposed to be hot chocolate with hanging out over the side looking drunk. And it had (laughs) another horse trying to jump into this little mug and it was the cutest damn thing you've ever seen. And she sent it to me saying, can you give this away to another listener for the holidays? Oh, wow. So of course I said yes, and then of course I bought ten of them. <laughs> I bought all our hosts' little tiny mugs, which she custom made with their horses, with wow. the HRN in the HRN mugs, and that was the best gift I ever could have given the host this year. But it was because, and she has an Etsy store, and I advertised her Etsy store. She said she got thirty orders within an hour. It's the most orders she's ever gotten in a month, let alone an oh hour. My God.
0: What a great story!
1: But she got my attention. She listened to the show. She understands she's an auditor, and she got my attention by doing something. She wasn't expecting anything in return, other than she made this cute little mug and she was so excited about it. And she wrote me a, and I had almost cried. I'm almost crying now. She wrote me a note at Christmas Day and said that these orders saved their Christmas. They were having a tough year. They weren't sure how they were going to get through Christmas, and it was these orders from that show that saved their Christmas.
0: Oh my gosh! Goosebumps again. I know. <laughs> See, ugh. I don't think I could follow anything up that sounds smarter than that. Um, <laughs> I mean, just amazing. And this is exactly why I wanted to bring you on because there are, I know you have just a vault of, hundreds and hundreds of these stories and so many people who have interacted, so many listeners who have interacted with you, with your show, with your hosts in ways that are really meaningful and beneficial. And you get to see all the ways that your shows really make an impact. So I could not have asked for anyone better to come and share all the different stories. And I hope for you listening, this really plants the seed in your head of what you could do and give you some really great practical ideas on, on how you can engage your listeners onto your show, how you or it. your
1: customers. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a podcast. The same good brands do the same thing. Yeah that we're doing here only with their products. So we're with their, they reach out and they talk to people individually.
0: So true. And in the age of like more, 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 it's all about quality versus quantity. And so how can I, how can I deepen this one relationship? How can I change this one person? How can I have an impact with this one person and bring them what I can? So yeah, you're right. It we're, it's that's business. So Glenn, thank you so much. I feel like you and I can seriously talk just and I could listen for easy e- Easily another couple of hours on all the different things and all the different stories that you have to, to give voice to this about how to engage your listeners. But I just want to thank you so much for sharing and um, just giving everyone listening such great ideas on how they can really deepen those relationships with their listeners. Thank you so much.
1: Horse Radio Network.com. Thank you, Katie.
0: Oh, and I did want to mention that Glenn does have his own app. So if you go onto your app store, you can download the app Horse Radio Network. It's so easy to listen to that way. So make sure to do that um, just go to horseradionetwork.com, it'll show you how to do that, or just go into your app store and go find Horse Radio Network, you'll get all the shows. Thank One you so
1: listener much. at a time. That's it.